Unencumbered by political correctness, undeterred in her mission to spread the truth, unafraid to be a true conservative, she's unapologetic, uncompromising, unwavering, and an undeniably powerful voice when we need it most. This is Rose Unplugged. This podcast episode is brought to you by MyPillow. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better... (laughs) Mike Lindell and MyPillow are launching the MyPillow 2.0. When Mike invented MyPillow, it had everything you could ever want. Now, nearly 20 years later, he discovered a new technology that makes MyPillow even better. The MyPillow 2.0 has a patented adjustable fill of the original MyPillow and now with a brand new fabric that is made with a temperature regulating thread. The MyPillow 2.0 is the softest, smoothest, and coolest pillow you will ever own. Say goodbye to tossing and turning and flipping your pillow over in the middle of the night, and you know you do it. MyPillow 2.0 with its temperature-regulating technology, 100% made in the USA, 10-year warranty, promo code ROSE, MyPillow.com, promo code ROSE. My Pillow 2.0. This August 26th marked the two-year anniversary of Biden's botched Afghanistan withdrawal. He was criticized heavily, and rightfully so. He was criticized then and then again this week as Gold Star families were present for Tuesday's hearings. One of those who were present during the hearing is a Gold Star dad that said that Biden was a disgrace and he did not bite his tongue or hold back on what he had to say. Please listen to this soundbite of Mark Schmidt. Not a single person has been held accountable. Our so-called leader can't seem to even utter their names in public, not even once. Mr. Biden has run his entire political campaign for 50 years as the family man. Well, I've got news for you, sir. The curtain has been lifting and that campaign slogan will never work again. We have seen what's going on in your family, and even worse, we've seen how you've been treating us as Gold Star families. And there couldn't be anything more disgusting and cowardly than the way you have treated us. You are a disgrace to this nation. You have no business having ultimate command over our military, and I regret not saying that to your face when I had the opportunity in Dover. I felt it more more important to bite my tongue But I also had more important things on my mind at that time, like receiving my son's lifeless body stateside. While I stood there on the tarmac, watching you check your watch over and over again, all I wanted to do was shout out, it's 2.30. But out of respect to the other grieving families, I bit my tongue once again. Well, as you could probably tell by now, I'm done biting my tongue. You, sir, stole their lives, their futures, their dreams, and have ripped apart 13 families. You cannot even man up and admit that. You, sir, gave us all the title Gold Star Family. You, sir, discredit honor and integrity. The father of Marine Lance Corporal Jared Schmitz is joining us right now, Mark Schmitz. He is the one you just heard right now. And I'll tell you what, first of all, Mark, I am so sorry for your loss. I can't even imagine it has to be the greatest loss ever loss ever to lose a child. And I'm very, very sorry. Thank you. You did not hold back. Did you know that you were going to just let it rip? Uh, because I could feel your hurt. I could feel your frustration. I could feel your anger. Did you know that you were going to just let it go like that? Had you planned that or just emotions just drove you? Well, I absolutely knew I was going to do that because, for one, I've 
been having this build up for two years. Mm. Two years, I've listened to one excuse after another. Two years, I've watched a State of the Union address, and our our kids are Afghanistan, for that matter, aren't even mentioned. I mean, this president is a, is a joke and a disgrace, as I mentioned. But I spent a month writing that speech, and I've had many, many veterans and many other American patriots reaching out saying, you know, you guys have a unique platform. I mean, your voices can be heard, and you're going to be speaking for yourself, but for so many others as well. And so I tried to accommodate the veteran's voice as well within my speech. And my son growing up used to always have a phrase that he would always say, and I know a lot of kids use it, but he would always say, send it. So I felt like I came prepared to do a full send. Uh, Oh, you did him proud. I mean, Mark, I was so impressed. And you, you know, it just breaks my heart, particularly when I heard you talk about no one being held accountable. And and, and that's the truth, isn't it? There has been no accountability for what happened there in Afghanistan. No, most of the people either still have their same positions. Nobody has resigned. Nobody has been fired. And heck, even some of them have been promoted. You know, it's just absolutely ridiculous. Um, There's no other job in the world that you could screw up at that uh, at that level and that yeah. magnitude and still have your job, but apparently except for this one. You know, Mark, a lot of us remember seeing those photographs two years ago of President Biden looking at his watch <laughs> while you're while on that tarmac. And that was one of the things that just I mean, as a grieving parent to see him looking at the time instead of being in that moment, that solemn moment. It's just, I almost want to cry right now just thinking about it. And and I think all of us remember that photograph. Well, there's, uh, I watched and witnessed the four first, the first four caskets coming off that, uh, that plane. And after each one would pass by him and they were loading it into the van, I would look at him and he would look at his watch the first four times. <sighs> after that, I don't know if he did anymore because I refused to look at the man. I leaned into my my ex-wife, Jared's mother, and that's exactly what I said. What I, I'm not going to yes. hear. <laughs> I know we can't say it again, but yeah, I mean, you let him know exactly what time it was and, and exactly what kind of person he was. You know, you had to be, that had to be the most astounding moment to stand there as the bodies were being received and, and to watch this man making note of the time. It's like, I got to go, got to go. How much longer is this going to be? That's disgusting. We were all in shock, absolute shock. I was looking around like, am I the only one? And I could see it in the eyes of most of the other family members. Like, they couldn't believe what they were seeing, you know. And I just wanted to to run across the tarmac and just stick my watch in his face and be like, here it is. I mean, you don't have to keep checking yours. Apparently, you've got something important to do. You know, it was just, it was unbelievable timing for him to to do something like that. Uh, And then never even talk about it, you know, and excuse it or apologize for it. I mean, it's... It's, it's pathetic. You talked about their involvement. They intentionally left uh, the air base and all of the assets, right, and, and aiding known terrorists, all while abandoning U.S. civilians and allied partners. This is and not no one ever even talks about this anymore. We, we barely spoke of it when it happened. Well, I'm not an attorney, but I was. I've been doing a lot of research for the last couple of years. Uh, I've had a lot of time on my hands to to look into this, and you know that's why I mentioned Article Three, Sections Two and Three of the U.S. Constitution. I think needs to be hard, have a hard look um, because that's exactly what they did. They intentionally armed uh, terrorists, and then they left 
Bagram in the middle of the night, regardless if they thought it was going to fall that fast or not, they left the Americans behind and then were willing to do it again when he had his withdrawal date of the 30th of August, yeah. the 31st, whichever it was. I mean, it's they, and they, there's still people back there, you know, that the uh, there's nonprofit groups and, and private citizens trying to get these people out. You know, it's I don't know what else you have to do to be to uh, to have a, a tribunal brought against you to, to to look at articles of impeachment as well as treason. I mean, it's it's absolutely despicable. My son, you know, he enlisted under Trump. I know for a fact he never would have enlisted under under Biden. But obviously you can't control who your right. in chief is when you've got a four year commitment. But I know my son was excited to be there and to, to contribute and do his part. Um, I've had a, a little bit of pushback. I've had a ton of support after that uh, that speech, but I've had a little bit of pushback about it. Um, you know, it must be a Trumpster and all this other stuff. And I mean, it's that's irrelevant. It's got nothing to do with anything. Right. It was not a political statement whatsoever. This was whoever was in charge screwed up, and they need to uh, they need to own it. We're talking about the lives of thirteen young men. Tell me about Jared a little bit. We let's honor him for a moment here, Mark, if you don't mind. Tell me about him. How old was he uh, when he died? What What do you remember most? What makes you smile when you think back on the time that you had with him? Everything makes me smile when I think of him. He was mm. he was our our golden boy. I love all my children, but Jared was always just had, had a special knack to him to to know exactly when to push and when to to pull and when to uh, to cave in. And he was a just a, a great kid. I mean, he. He kind of held all the other kids together. Uh, he was the second oldest in my house and uh, just just a wonderful kid. I mean, he looked out for everybody. I don't think the kid ever had an enemy. I don't know a single person that didn't like him. His uh, his laugh and his smile infectious, you know, just an incredible young man. And huge, uh, huge life ahead of him. It's just so unfortunate that we're never going to see that. I'm so sorry. I, I just, I, it, it breaks my heart. And I, I could feel your frustration. And I, and how old was he? Did you say twenty? Twenty years old. God. Yeah. Mark, I am so sorry, but you know what? He has an advocate in you, and uh, he was. An, thank you for raising an eagle. Thank you for raising such a brave and courageous young man at twenty. That speaks volumes about you and his mother. Yeah, yeah. He was. He was an awesome child. And if you knew him, then, then you're a better person for it. I'll bet. And and from here on out, now this what what do you hope is going to come out of these hearings? What what is your greatest hope right now, Mark? Well, I hope for one, and again, it's not political. I hope we have a change in administration this coming election because I I hope and pray that whoever comes in can finally hear the cries and the desperation of us Gold Star families and what we deserve to know. And that is to uncover the veil behind this cover-up. I mean, I know Biden's never going to do it, holistic in that regard, but someday it's going to come out, and someday we'll be able to say, told you so. Mark Mark Schmitz, I hope, I hope you get that day. We will all be praying for you, continued prayers for you and the other 12 families. God bless you. Thank you for your courage, sir. We can certainly see where Jared got his. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you. Take care. Please keep Mark, his family, and the other 12 families in your prayers. How, how frustrating, how sloppy that job was. It's just, it's, it's a shame. It really is. It's shameful.